From Calvary Church of Santa Ana, this is the Calvary Life Podcast, the show where we share stories, laugh together, and have discussions about faith, life, and God with people from Calvary Church. Here are your hosts, Eric and Matt. Welcome to the Calvary Life Podcast. This is Eric Wakeling here with Matt Doan. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing excellent. (laughs) We just discovered a new button. Yeah, I like the drum button. The secret the secret podcast office (laughs) board. Somebody today wanted to see somebody's walking by when Uh I walked out of the studio. They wanted to see the studio. Oh yeah. And they wanted to especially they said they wanted to see the buttons. (laughs) (laughs) So those funny sound effects. Where were they were they as impressed when they left as I when they think they were less impressed yeah. when they left yeah. than they were when they thought about what it could have been says it's a very uh, small little board maybe we should offer tours yeah for sure a live studio if audience. you uh, if you sponsor the podcast with actual like uh, products or money, okay, then uh, we will give you a tour. So like Kowalski okay. can get a tour because he's the only one that's okay. Actually... Kevin Kowalski, you're oh, up. Well, I guess you sort of did swindle the like um, something from the library. Oh, Keely, yeah, yeah, <laughs> Keely, you passes. can you can have a tour can have as a tour. well. For uh, that's it. Nobody else <laughs> giving us. She gave us sweet gift cards. Oh no, that's right, the gift cards. In and out. Yeah, the in and out yeah, gift yeah. cards. So Keely and Kevin, you are eligible for the tour. Keely, to be fair, Matt has still not given me my gift card. That's not true. That is true. I don't have that gift that card. That is false. <laughs> Go ahead and hit the I false have. button. That's like. I think it's true. Well, it's half true. <laughs> I said Keely has graciously given us these gift cards, and you said, "Bro, I want you and your family to have it." And you like handed it back to me. I was like, "No," and then you said, "No," and then I said, "No," and then you know, like when someone's offering you something, and you're in your mind, you're like, <laughs> on the third, on the third offer, I'll say yes. So you, again, a third time, you're like, "No, no, no, seriously, you guys have it." And I said, okay. <laughs> and those gift cards were not more than 24 hours old, and they had been spent oh boy. by the Doan family at the In-N-Out Burger right down the street from Calvary Church. Okay, that's good. So, Keely, thank you, and I apologize oh. for Eric's hospitality. We also have one more sponsor. We have a sponsor of today's podcast, maybe, because okay. I did get a spam email <laughs> at the Calvary Life. to podcast at calvarylife.org. Yeah. I do think I'm doing this bit right now because I think that people need to hear the email address earlier in the podcast before they just tune give up and tune out. Yeah. <laughs> so oh, same, no guests. All right, we're out of here. <laughs> yeah. Podcast at calvarylife.org is where you can send your emails. Um, and we've always said, or to, you know, via snail mail to 1010 <laughs> North Tustin Avenue, you could, Santa Ana. You could do a skywriter, yeah. you know, like yeah. writing those cloud bubble words. Yeah. You could call my old landline from my, my home <laughs> that I don't have anymore. 368-0115. You could simply uh, ask us a question on a Sunday. Yeah. Or you could text us if you know our actual phone numbers or DM us on social media. But this was from a guy that does custom printed boxes okay. named Stanley Joe, which I thought that's kind of a nice name. Yeah. Is that is that the person that makes all those uh, cups that the girls have? What do you think of... Uh, <laughs> What do you think of someone that has two first names, like a last oh, name yeah. for a first name? Yeah, Stanley Joe. Yeah, yeah, that's a that's a two that's a two for. Yeah, uh, I think it's uh, great for them. It's mm-hmm. fine. Um, 
I think I wouldn't I wouldn't do it. <laughs> you would just modify your name. But there's nothing. Yeah, you're stuck with it because you can't give yourself a last name. I guess if your last name was Eric, you'd have to have your first name be Wakeling. Yeah. Or if your last name was you'd have to make Matt, a traditional last you'd have name. To make a traditional last like Smith. Like, Kennedy. <laughs> yeah, Kennedy. Kennedy yes. is, yeah. Oh, I like that. Yeah, that's true. So there are some that are definitely both. Like Ryan is and uh-huh. Kennedy are both both. They could be first or last name. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. That's see, true. You see what it did, did there for Ryan Kennedy? Oh, <laughs> do you think Ryan Kennedy listens to this podcast? <laughs> uh maybe once or twice and then gave All right. up. That's so, my guess. Ryan, faith member of Calvary Church, in his car a lot, has a ton of time to listen to podcasts. Let us know if you are a listener, Ryan Kennedy. Um, yeah, but this is uh, the, today's episode is is uh, sponsored. sponsored by this guy's custom printed boxes that I'm not actually going to say the name of because it was just a spam email. Okay, but uh, anyway, that was okay. exciting content. All right. Um, so, how you doing though today? You doing all right? I'm doing well. Yeah. Today, October 30th, the time of this recording. Yeah. Our second child, Samuel, is 16 years old today. Oh. Huge. Yeah, so that's exciting for him Very and exciting. for us. Not getting his license today, though, unfortunately. Yeah. So kind of kids these days, they don't tend to get their license right away. Right. Uh, do you know there's a thing? I'm sure I know you know this because you had girls that have gone through this process recently. Mm-hmm. But you can no longer get your license on your 16th birthday in the state of California. Well, I actually did not know that. But we just both of them were just like a little bit later. Sure. They both got it within a couple months. So, because yeah. here's why. At 15 and a half, the day you turn 15 and a half, you're eligible to get your permit. Yes. You have to have it But you have months. to have it six months and one day. So <gasps> they somehow nice. eliminated yeah, anyone nice. getting it on their 16th birthday. And I don't know if that's because they had just people crying, <laughs> DMVs, like, Ruining their you've ruined my 16th birthday. <laughs> so they always do it the day after. That makes sense, I guess. Yeah. yeah. All right. All right. Uh, How are you? Very exciting. Uh, I'm doing great. <laughs> I've had a big week, dude. Like, I'm not going to get into the details of it, but we... Wait, what? That's what we do. No, no, I know. But, well, well, because it's family business. But, like, I will say... I'll I'm say even a, more interested. I'll say a little bit of family business. Okay. Because my family doesn't listen to this. They're the last ones <laughs> to listen to this podcast. But, no, we had to meet... We met two boys. We met... Whoa. Each of our kids within a two-day span introduced us to... A boy that wanted to hang out with them. Whoa! Yeah, you know. So that that, that, that was that was uh, that was interesting. How do you? There's just kind of a lot that? coming at me, like in two yeah, days. I was gonna say. I just feel like you know I'm fine wow. to do that kind of stuff, and both seem great. It's all good. Okay. But uh, it's yeah, very positive. Yes. Uh, very positive feelings. Okay. But it was just kind of a lot. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of a lot to wow. deal with as a dad. I have this thing. I introduced it to uh, to one of them. Uh-huh. Uh, I, <laughs> more as a joke, but we have this thing. It's called the courting candle. <laughs> have I ever talked about the courting no, candle? I've never heard of this. So the courting candle. This is super funny, okay? Because it's like something from old timey days. And I bought it when we took Grace to Sutter's Fort up uh-huh. in uh, NorCal. Yes, that, like Sacramento or whatever. Right. Yeah, and uh, like so they have like old like settler era like whatever that yeah. like era 1800s or something and um <laughs> and <laughs> this this candle um that's like a like a wrought iron little candle holder but it has this it kind of has this thing that can spin and it can either raise the candle or uh-huh. lower the candle okay <laughs> and so what this was back in those those old days is 
the the father would sit and watch the young man and woman uh-huh. talking to one another okay. in like the living room of the house. Okay, and they're being listened into by their parents, just standing there like watching in the them. kitchen and, or something, yeah, or in like whatever, mm-hmm. just like sitting there talking in the sitting room or the living sure. room, and they're they're listening to the conversation. And if the father likes how respectful the young man is, uh-huh. or how he's treating his daughter, uh-huh. you know, in in that certain way. He can choose to either raise the candle to allow more time. So they're only allowed to talk for as long as the candle burns down. Yeah. Or he can lower the candle to reduce the amount of time (laughs) until it gets below this certain level. (laughs) And so And so Grace you have one of those? Yeah, Grace. Yeah, so we had one. We bought one when like Grace was like fourth grade, right? When she was ten and she's when she was ten and now she's twenty. Yeah. And so we have this thing still. And I guess she had told this guy about it or whatever that she's been um, (laughs) she's been dating. And so um, and then but she was kind of like confused. She thought what it was supposed to be though was the the young man who's interested in your oh, daughter he would lower to, it or raise no, it no 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 that he is talking to me and based on our conversation oh, together I I'm like, ra- I like that. I'm raising or lowering right. it kind of thing and uh, and it was good because he was all like yeah okay I'm fine I'm down I'll do that that's no problem <laughs> and I'm just like dude uh, I'm definitely not gonna make you do that <laughs> like what let's if, just have a normal conversation but <laughs> what if we just had that type of instrument in all of our conversations yeah. like you're in a meeting and you're like all right i'm gonna lower the candle yeah. this meeting's about done yeah or that's everyone hitting the 1.5 button right now <laughs> oh i guess that is yeah i guess podcast is a place that we have a podcast candle or yeah. you can speed it up slow it down so yeah so that was like a big yeah, couple of days or my last, brother since the last uh, episode that wow. was that was happening, but we both both were good, and I'm feeling cool. feeling good about things, cool. which that's is good. always that's nice. Encouraging. I know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I can, that can go a lot of ways. So yeah, that's, exactly. That's a good report. <laughs> um, so yeah, we got light the night happening. By yes. the time this releases, probably will have already happened yep. or something. Looking my forward guess. to it. Um, but yeah, big big kind of Halloween festival, fall festival thing we do here at Calvary. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, it's gonna be awesome. So yeah, it is. It's so cool because there is promotion that happens. We're asking all of our people to talk about it mm-hmm. to invite neighbors friends our neighborhood around the church obviously hears about it mm-hmm. there's, there's also there a little bit of like uh we do some like yeah targeted instagram right. facebook ads, right. stuff like that i don't but, want to discount that but not a ton but something that's really cool about this event too is there's almost a generational impact i talk to people yeah. who are like i came here as a kid now i'm bringing my kids yeah so there's just this sense of like a tradition in people's lives yeah that maybe aren't connected to calvary in deep ways but come to this every year dude you're right and just praying that that's like some type of spark even this year yeah absolutely that's so cool, I think. And that, that is something that's cool. Like, I think it's like the ma- vast majority of people that come to this, they come because that's what we do. Yeah. Like, we, that's where we go on October 31st. Yeah. We, we go to, even if it's like, we go to that church over there, whatever mm-hmm. that, you know, like yeah. they don't even yeah. like maybe, you know, like right. have a lot of connection. And that's what we want. We want yeah. people then to find a connection. It's a front door. Yeah. We're always looking for front doors for people just mm-hmm. to have initial conversations and build trust, relationship mm-hmm. in this post-Christian yeah, <laughs> culture. Yeah, exactly. Even. Uh, question for you though. Yeah. Uh, on as far as light the night goes, when I first was on staff here, there was like a hard rule, no costumes. Right. And now, as you walk around tomorrow night, or as you're listening to this the next day, like just costumes are part of yeah what light the night happens. So where did that shift happen, or what do you even think? I don't even know. I don't know, man. I feel like it was, 
it was like when we got here, wasn't it more like frowned upon or yes. was it like not necessarily? We weren't like ever. I don't remember ever like kicking somebody out. For yeah, you're probably right. You're or probably a little right. kid. What we do kick, we do still kick people out or if they if they refuse to take off a mask. Adults. Or an adult with a mask on. Yes. We, we don't allow that. Yes. Especially we don't allow any like scary ones. Yes. So that's mostly just because we that's like a security thing. We don't want creepy adults walking around. Yeah. And we don't want like the little kids to get scared by totally um, by that. But uh, yeah, if a little kid has like an Iron Man mask on, we're not like, take off your mask, <laughs> unmask that one, call security. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I feel like that. Yeah, that probably has shifted somewhat over the years. But I don't know, mm-hmm. man. I don't. I don't. So I don't remember I don't anything so we did. This is actually like a larger subject in my mind because slippery slope. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> no, I'm not getting into that. <laughs> I don't remember my parents or any of my parents' friends ever dressing up for Halloween. Oh, I know. And now I feel like Halloween is not just a kid's holiday. It's mm-hmm. really an adult holiday, at least here in the United States. Mm-hmm. And it's become a decoration holiday for homes. Ugh. It's just, I feel like Halloween has just expanded. It really has. And it's, I don't know if impact's the right word, but just participation. Yeah. Yeah, people, like on my street. Dude, I mean, it seems like I feel like almost more people decorate for Halloween than they do for Christmas. Possible, yeah. Which is kind of wild. I know. Uh, and you might get people that just like do a strand at Christmas, you mm-hmm. know, like the one, the one classic strand of lights, but then they like have a bunch of Halloween de- decorations. Yeah. yeah. Um, which I've been firmly on record of hating. Hate, <laughs> I think we talked about that. Yes. Halloween decorations. Um, yes. But uh, yeah, I do. I don't like them. Uh, and it's fine if you do them. I'm not like we judging have this you house, for it, but I just don't like them. We have this house five doors down from us. I may have mentioned this last week. I forgive me if I did, but uh, it is a merry-go-round, and it's oh, little clowns. Yeah, that's terrifying. You did it's mention the scar- oh. and it's the coolest people that live there. I really like them. Right. But it's just the freakiest thing outside their front door. Yeah. And I'm always like baffled. Like, do they just like? in the middle of the night wake up and be like i got clowns six feet from me like <laughs> yeah, this creepy, is freaking dude. me out or are they just like <laughs> do they have kids no okay see i don't think so yeah um we like the uh we were talking about this the other day with, with like this was with our kids in, in the car too we like the like happy skeletons Excuse, <laughs> like the ones that look like they're waving at you sure and stuff. like hello yeah and like our one neighbors have like they've got a front yard fire pit with four Adirondacks around it. Yes. And uh, these four chairs and each of those four chairs have like a skeleton sitting on them. Now, I don't that look like yeah. they're like having like a cocktail yes. by the, you know what I mean? I or missed something. the memo on this, but <laughs> I feel like I've seen that scene a hundred times over yes. this month. Yes. So yeah, whatever. So like exactly people, people like that. And that's, I, I like the cute or like the, maybe that play on it. That's like happy, yes. but I don't like the scary evil stuff. Yeah. So anyway, of course, I I guess that's not that's pretty on brand for pastor, right? <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> and hopefully for most of us as so believers. Sa- so Samuel Doan, born at ten o'clock at night on the thirtieth, and I think one of Marie's like <laughs> motivating. She was pushing. She was pushing like I don't want to have a Halloween baby. So <laughs> that's funny. Some dude. people though that would be a motivation. Like no, no. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I do think. Um, this could be like a this could be like a hot topic right uh-huh, here. Uh-huh. Um, what is it about millennials that likes dressing up for Halloween? Yeah, adults. Well, I talked about this at, <laughs> you know, at our staff chapel last week a bit. Yeah, yeah. That uh, this term I read by a lady named Jean Tuage, who's a leading generational sociologist out of San Diego, yeah. and she writes that uh, life is actually is developing slower now in this generation than it ever has. Uh-huh. And the idea is that so when a 13-year-old now mm-hmm. 
is developmentally like a nine-year-old or eight-year-old was 50 to 100 years ago. And then you just keep going up the ladder, right? So okay. a 25-year-old has a development mentality of what a 15-year-old, I, I don't know, I can't do the scale perfectly, but you see so what I'm saying. all of our 25-year-old listeners don't just said you're a child. I'm saying you are <laughs> immature, grow up, put down the PlayStation. Soft generation. Get, get a job. Maybe walk a little while once in a while. <laughs> This turned into a grumpy old man <laughs> podcast. I like it. No, no, but then pointing at ourselves, even like I'm 48, you're 49. And uh, mm -hmm. so our mentality is more like someone in their 30s, probably mm -hmm. 50, 100 years ago. I mean, we look like in our 30s. Uh, I was going to say. <laughs> Crazy. So in Jesus' day. I like the energy today. It's funny. Jesus' day, <laughs> average lifespan, what, like maybe for 50? It was something like that, but then remember that one guy in the temple is like eighty or whatever. <laughs> That's true. Anyway, or or no, Anna, the woman. Uh, yeah, I think it was all the oil in there, like <laughs> yeah, it kept, kept her skin yeah, nice and temple soft. temple powers. Yes, the holy holies right there. Yeah, yeah. maybe. <laughs> but yeah, average lifespan is almost to eighty right now. Mm -hmm. It's the most it's been in centuries. Yeah, interesting. Since the days of Moses. <laughs> I don't want to live super old. Like, I don't want to die. I'm not, like, being morbid about it, but uh -huh. I prefer to just have a soft, like, I'd like to go out a little, go out gently, but not too old. <laughs> that's just my, that's my there contention. There is a sense in, uh, <laughs> boy, weird? the older you get, you just lose your peers, right? And Ooh, yeah. your family and that stuff. Too. Like, I think there's a unique difficulty to that. Marie's yeah. grandfather was almost 100 when he passed away, and he said his 90s, he, had, he was a believer. He had more spiritual warfare in his 90s than he had in any decade Whoa, of his life. really? Just because of loneliness and yeah. some of those just, yeah, yeah, hard things. My dad's 90, and he's like, you know, he's had, he's been in the hospital. He's got all sorts of little issues, but he's yeah. basically like, at some level, though, he's like sort of fine also. Yeah. Like he's independent, lives on his own, drives, like all that kind of stuff, even though he's 90. Yeah. He has his like crew of friends and stuff, but like I feel like he, I think honestly because of me being born so late, yes, he has friends that are younger, yeah. So like they made friends with a bunch of those like other parents that were yeah. like my friends' parents that were like ten years younger than them. So I mean, yeah, they're not. So are you taking? I'm not saying they're young. Are you taking credit for yeah, yeah. your dad's longevity? Yeah, I've, yeah, my dad should, <laughs> my dad should be a little more grateful. Is really what I'm saying. <laughs> You haven't aged your dad no. at all with... Well, that's true. Your... Probably some antics in my teenage years <laughs> aged my dad. Uh, but No, but I think you're onto something with that. Yeah. Yeah. So so bottom right. line, you know, with people that are younger than you, so you'll yeah. stay young. I mean, it's true, though, kind of. I mean, it is like... Oh. It does help you be a little more energized. Yeah. You know, and then you can help I, help that soft generation get some more grit. I, I think I'm <laughs> I'm walking on safe ground to say... I feel like you may act younger than you are. I may act older than I am. Whoa, whoa, whoa. And I'm not saying maturity wise, I'm just saying lifestyle. <laughs> yeah, let's talk about it. What's your what's your lifestyle that's old man? -ish? I love Werther's hard candy. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, okay. I love hymns. Oh yeah. I uh you, you love all of it, though. That's the thing. You could say you love anything because you would love all things. And so if it was a bunch of young things. Uh, maybe you're right. But you wouldn't be like. But you don't like playing video games or stuff like that, do you? Actually, for my son's birthday today, we had nice breakfast. And then we played a round of Madden football. Oh, that sounds awesome. So that was just today. Whoa. Did you hear that? I or, heard a weird. Was that your stomach? No, I think I heard some, uh, like a little child I scream. Think there's a, a child in the hallway. 
I hope so, because this is kind of freaking or me out. Or else it's like a creepy Halloween episode. <laughs> <laughs> Although Children in the Hallway is uh, kind of a big, uh, that's like a good horror movie kind of moment. Oh. You know, scary, the shining situation happening. But. Do you know, okay, we're way off the rails here, but let's keep going. Yeah, we're 20 minutes so, in. So <laughs> there's a photo of your first, as your Sunday that you were installed as the senior pastor. Uh-huh. This I, is. I don't like the word installed because it makes me sound like a dishwasher. <laughs> It was called an installation no, service. No, I know, I know it is. It is. <laughs> boop, boop, boop. Alrighty, yeah. fits. Yeah, um, exactly. So there's this photo of our entire church. You can you can come into the yeah. near our podcast studio and see this giant photo. Mm-hmm. And there's a little girl in the in the aisle way mm-hmm. that aisle. doesn't seem to be with a family. Mm-hmm. Nobody and knows who no she is. No one's recognized her. Mm-hmm. I think it's. Uh, I think someone said it was. Um, it was like one of the. Like the founding members. <laughs> We're totally off the rails oh, now. Boy. <sighs> uh, Jordan, don't timestamp any of no, this. No, but there were, I think it was a straggler because they were like bringing all the little kids in. Uh huh. And so they brought the little kids in for the photo because we wanted to have like a good, like all yeah. of us photo. And then it was like a little straggler coming down the <laughs> aisle a little late because all the other kids are in the very front. <laughs> like actually, or it was like, you know, whatever, red rum or something. But um, <laughs> oh boy. all right. Well, Johari window, eh? Johari window. Did you know that fun fact I gave you on Sunday about the Johari window? Oh, let's get into it. <laughs> let's let's step back a minute. All right. Let's step back. <laughs> The sermon, the sermon from Sunday. <laughs> See the light. Luke 8, 16 through 21. Yes. Shall I read? Yes. No. <laughs> <laughs> I love this sermon. I've texted you such things. Um, talking about lamps. And Jesus just uses, particularly here in the gospel of Luke, it feels like he uses so many absurd, like, stories to be like, of course we would never do that. I know. He does it over and over and over. I was it's trying to make that point on Sunday. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah like... I mean, I had, I didn't even include new wine and old wineskins because we don't, we don't even like really understand that one that sure. much in our culture. <laughs> yeah. But he had like like six of them, yeah. seven if you include the wineskins one mm-hmm. that I could just find that were all unique that are all within like three chapters of each other. Right. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Just keep, the master teacher to use kind of contrasting things mm-hmm. to make a point, but also absurd, absurd, <laughs> <laughs> that would be absurd, <laughs> contrasting things. So yeah. here we see, yeah, you would never light a lamp and then cover it. Yeah. Like everyone understands that. And then even some first century context to that, right? Like how it wasn't just flipping a switch. Yeah, exactly. I just realized what we should, what I should have done on Sunday was think of some modern, let's do that now. This is a podcast moment. Okay. Yeah. What are some modern equivalents of don't put like your a bowl over your lamp. Don't pick figs off thorn bushes. Yeah. Don't um, don't talk badly about Taylor Swift in front of a Swifty. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. Oh, well, um, yeah. What What would be? In- <clears throat> yeah, like a modern equivalent. Uh, don't. Don't buy milk at the store and pour it out in the parking lot. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> it's know. like something that's like so absurd. You wouldn't. Um, Man, this is hard. What would you do? You wouldn't, uh, you wouldn't uh, not plug in your Roomba to charge it at night. <laughs> Ooh, that's daring. <laughs> or you wouldn't like not charge your phone or something. I don't know. There's so, like something like that. Like one time I went phones. to the gym yeah. in Orange off of Chapman, and uh, there's a donut shop right across the street, and I went and <laughs> worked out, and then yes. I went and got a donut. That's a good one. So that's like absurd, right? Like, yeah. I just ruined. Yeah. What I was trying to do at the gym. 
So send us, because you're probably, here's the thing. We, when you're recording a podcast, <laughs> yeah. you sit there with like a mental fog and you can't think of a good one. we got one. like 10% of our brains. And then, but whenever I'm listening to a podcast, I'm thinking, these dummies can't think of like <laughs> such amazing examples. So send in your examples yes. to podcast at calvarylife.org. I love it. I love and then it. add a little question underneath too. Yeah, so right. Jesus makes this contrasting thing. You never would do this. So why right. are you allowing, you know, your the teaching that Jesus is giving us to be hidden Correct. in our lives, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's just a really good point there. The whole idea of don't hide your light under a bushel. No! <laughs> I'm going <laughs> to let it shine. So, yeah, so he, he gets into that, and then you make this point out of that, of that, you know, we're not supposed to cover, you know, our light that displays the glory of Jesus and his teachings, but then also we're allow- let's allow the light to then expose yeah. sin, darkness in our own hearts and lives. Yep. I felt like this was a, I don't know, maybe it's just me, but mm-hmm. <laughs> I have a lot to be exposed, but I feel like this oh, was yeah. a part when the sermon was like seeming to me, like, oh, whoa, okay. whoa, whoa, like this passage is jumping out, like, hmm. it just kind of gave us even some time within um, our, our Sunday morning to just examine our hearts. Psalm 139, test yep. me, Lord, search me. Yep. Is there anything in me that's offensive to you? Yep. I feel like that was a really powerful time on this Sunday morning. Cool. What was it like for you even giving it? Like, are you wrestling with that all week? Like, man, God, what's in me? And that kind of stuff too, or? Yeah, definitely. You know, and I always, you want to be able to like be vulnerable on stage. Hmm. Like, and, and there's always this like, appropriately vulnerable thing or whatever, you know, whatever. So, but like, and I mean, honestly, I don't really feel like I have like some crazy dark secrets or something either, like Mm -hmm. that are crazy. But I do think that pride and uh, I think impatience is a thing, which I was Mm -hmm. kind of like, I think what I was trying to share about like how people confronted me on like just wanting Mm -hmm. to get to a goal and not caring about people along the way. I think Mm -hmm. the root of that is impatience. Mm -hmm. And so I was thinking about that of just like, Lord, like continue to help me be patient. And even from the, the last passage is like the good soil has is like, it perseveres with patience. Mm -hmm. Right. And it's like, okay, so care about people along the way as much as you care about the way, the place you're trying to go. Yeah. Right. And, and that's huge. So that's like a thing for me that I have to keep a constant check on. Yeah. And so, yeah, I need like people in my life that are going to point out that blind the spot. Tammy yeah, of the, world. the Tammy Harris. Yeah, the Tammy Harris. That's funny. I love that. <laughs> yeah, that moment. Um, with the... So that's like great. You have a massive off the charts gift of uh, strategy, of vision, mm-hmm. of even getting people to go where they don't want to go, right? Mm-hmm. Like encouragement, like, mm-hmm. no, you guys, let's do this. Mm-hmm. Let's storm the hill. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But then even what we talked about even at our retreat a couple weeks ago, which we've shared a little bit here, but the idea that our greatest strength can also be a liability to us yeah. because as I'm so focused on that, maybe I missed the the journey mm-hmm. to the destination. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's, that's massive. Yeah. So it's like, <laughs> like I want to see that. that. Yeah. yeah. And it's like so important to be able to see that. And that, that, and then kind of like to go back to that Jahari window thing, yeah. that those four boxes. Yeah. Um, that's what's like super helpful of thinking about, okay, your open self, your, hidden self, your blind mm-hmm. spot, and then the unknown to, to anyone mm-hmm. kind of are these four windows. Right. Um, and it comes out, even as you were saying, like we've had all these so sad, I even read about another one this week of a national pastor, major scandal. Yes. It's like, dang, like I, I think God's pretty, you're not going to pull any fast ones on God. Like he, right. what's hidden. Yes. <laughs> he obviously knows about. Yeah. 
And so this whole game of like, oh, I'm hiding it. I'm hiding my secret life from people. It's going to be exposed. It's just yep. eventually we've just seen that in politicians yep. in spiritual leaders and in others. It's just like, I think in some ways that should be almost like a, a graceful invitation. Like, man, don't, don't hide stuff because it's going to be exposed. So why are you even playing these games right now? Yeah. You even said something like that. Yeah, exactly. Uh, on Sunday. Yep. The tricky part, though, in the Johari, Joe, Joe and Harry. Joe and Harry, dude. It's Joseph. <laughs> that was so good. Joseph somebody and then Harrington somebody. <laughs> so somebody said, should it, it, it should actually be called the Joe Harry window, <laughs> not the Joe Harry right. window. Yeah, that's true. The Joe Harry window. Yeah, I'm going to start I calling was, it Joe Harry window. I was, I'm one day old and understanding that. I discovered it because I was like, you know what? Because we've been talking about, you know, we want to not be quoting things that are inappropriate or, you know, have other co- like sure. connections to other bad stuff. So I'm like, oh, man, is this Johari window going to be one of these things that's like weird or, you know, or they've got <laughs> these guys are like, I didn't realize it, but it's like whatever Satanist, Satanist that yeah. came up with this. Right. And so I was looking them up and they're just like a couple like social psychologists of okay. the 1950s that, uh-huh. again, like I didn't study their other content, but this is a both a communication and a psycho like a right. psychology thing. And yeah, one of them's name is Joseph and one of them named, named Harrington. And I love that like that they even teamed up together and were like, all right, let's call it the Johari window, you know? <laughs> Joe Joe Harry window, I should say. If we in, if we invented something, what would you call it? Ooh. The Airat? <laughs> the Merrick. Merrick. Oh, I like Merrick better actually. <laughs> but you only get the M. It's M E R. I'm actually fine with You're that. You're first. Yeah, but, no. I get to have the <laughs> <laughs> Is it Or maybe it should be Marek. Marek, M-A-R-I-C. Eric? Because I still get Iraq. three letters, even though you're, because you're first, so you get to be first. Yeah. But if I'm second, I get an extra letter. Do you ever go through a season <laughs> where you went with the K instead of the C at the end of your name? Bro. No. Are you kidding me? <laughs> wow. That, like, makes me angry that you even say that. I... Eric with a K is an abomination. I'm sorry, but if you're a listener and this makes you mad that you won't listen anymore, I'm fine with it. Like, I an don't. Abomination. No, Eric, Eric with a K is an abomination. An abomination. CK is almost worse. The double, it's like, just decide. Just pick one. Oh. So, sorry. Right. Sorry, Eric Christensen. I think you're in that boat. Um, okay. So, <laughs> Jahari Window. What freaks me out as you were talking about this on Sunday, too, is that blind spot. It's like the dang. blind spot or the unknown. Or I'm sorry, the unknown. Okay, yes, yeah, the yes. double. Because the blind spot, others know. Yes. The unknown is others don't know and I don't know. Right. But you realize it's like coming out somehow. Like that's why I was talking yes. about like narcissists, let's yes. say. Like they don't they're not aware of their own thing. Right. And it comes off as charisma. Yeah. And so then people just think it's good, but it's actually narcissism. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I think that's like at least the best example I can think of right now. Mm-hmm. I kept like talking and I'd look out and I'd see like <laughs> Robin Geis and I'd be like oh man she probably like knows so much more about this and I'm just saying yes. it wrong yeah who's and a like, clinical psychologist yeah, in our he's a clinical so- yeah. psychologist and this is a communication thing too and like um Aaron and Jason Kuchevich were like yeah we studied the Johari window for like a whole semester it was our dissertation yeah yeah. yeah and I'm just like oh man I'm probably saying it all wrong but uh, I feel like that anyway. in almost any topic we bring up yeah, right yeah. as as a pastor who's <laughs> You know, sort of familiar with things, but not a master of anything. It's like, yeah. oh, there's people in our church who, yeah, can explain car parts or science yeah. Oh, or yeah. oh my gosh. English lit. Farming. Like, like I've talked about farming, yes. whatever. Yeah. Gar- gardening even. Just yeah. For, but so. yeah. I, and so that's why I think it was awesome on Sunday to even give us some time. It's a fifth Sunday. So yep. we've been kind of crafting these times to be times of yeah. reflection and then praying with others. But just that unknown 
piece of the window of like, oh, it's not known to me. It's not known to others. But mm-hmm. the spirit does know that. Mm-hmm. And like, Lord, sift me. It's scary as it is. Like, just stir in me. Stir in me. Passion for you. But, um, <laughs> like, <laughs> sorry. Can't be serious today. Um, <laughs> But that's the part I want God to go after in a sense, yes, in, in good ways with his wonderful grace, mercy. But like, God, go yeah. after that part of me. Yeah. Reveal so. it. Like shine the light, please. Yes. Lord, shine the light into that so I could deal with it. Yes. And I kind of think like the more we let people in, the more that unknowns can become blind spots hmm. so that someone else is seeing it. Right? Yeah. Like marriage is the ultimate. Oh, uh, for sure. Moving things from unknown to blind spot. <laughs> so it's like true. maybe the, it's the best thing you could do to do that. I had or no, have a roommate even. Yeah. You know? I yeah. had no idea before I was married that I washed dishes, dishes wrong. Yeah, yeah <laughs> I put exactly. towels up wrong. See, that was just a, that was a blind, blind spot. <laughs> but it was unknown because nobody else knew. You just did the dishes yourself in your own house. I brushed my teeth weird. <laughs> Uh, are you all fixed though now marie fix you oh yeah oh yeah we have we have many seminars (laughs) but yeah so that that was good and then the blessing like getting to just like lord we just as an instrument of grace on one another we just Mm. we just bless each other as god reveals not shame but guilt and then yeah just meets it with grace forgiveness yeah I said, we should do that every Sunday. Uh, so was that, how was that for, not like, you know, to, to say specifics if it was private yeah. stuff, but like, were, what were you, because I was on stage facilitating. Yeah, it's a little so harder it's for like you. it's hard to know, but yeah. like, what was your time of speaking blessing, praying oh, blessing? Oh, so good. Okay. So <laughs> I'm an extrovert when it comes to being with our Calvary people. I love being here on Sundays. I love everyone that we get to interact with. There's not enough people I can talk to. Like, I just love it. Yeah. But even that moment, I was like, oh, okay. I know. Yeah, During the service, I just want to sit it. there. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. It's like, just there's sort it of in. like a norm, right? And <laughs> yeah. this is breaking the norm. Yeah. But then once we're into it, it's like, oh, like I said, I wish we could do this every week. It's yeah, just so good cool. to bless each other and um, remind each other of the grace of God in the midst of <laughs> yeah <laughs> stuff that's exposed in our lives. Yeah, it's been cool because like I've, I actually, I told you, and this is like, fine but this is a little insight into the pastor but i like walked mm. off stage and you already mentioned it but like i walked off stage kind of like I, I just wasn't feeling great about mm-hmm. everything for whatever reason and i think it I honestly think it's like like likely spiritual attack of some sure, sort for sure but um like then i just started hearing about people sharing how that time of prayer was for them yeah and then it's just been like person after person after person, yeah. you know, saying how, like, even just as I was walking over here, huh. um, like a, a woman helping at the reception desk said, yeah. like, I was just praying with this lady that I didn't even really know. And we were both yeah. crying, praying yeah. for each other. And I was just like, and she's like, it was good tears, but totally. it's like so good. So I, I don't know. It's just like cool to hear some of that kind of it stuff. Is. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Sometimes as a facilitator, you don't get to experience that, right? Yeah, yeah. exactly. And um, so that's why it's like, sometimes we're not necessarily, we don't, we're, I don't think Matt and I are ever like looking for a compliment about our preaching, mm-hmm. but sometimes it's encouraging to know that there was impact from our preaching for sure. And then that can, if, if for whatever reason we're in a funk, you mm-hmm. know, cause sometimes we just can get in a funk Yeah. when you're, when you're on stage for hundreds of people, it's just kind of like a, it can be, even if you're very comfortable with it, which I feel like I am honestly, yeah. but every once in a while, there's just one that just feels kind of off. Yeah. And, uh, and so that that's encouraging yeah. in like the good yeah. sense of the word. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah anyway. I think our hope is to be helpful to people yeah. when we preach. Yeah. And sometimes you need feedback. Was that helpful? Was that 
Right. Was that hopeful? (laughs) (laughs) Just because you can't always read people when they're just staring at you like. Yeah. And not just like, oh, you're a good communicator. That's not what we're talking about at all. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, the impact. Yeah. A couple other questions on this passage um, you brought up. You you mentioned um, the other light story in Luke 11. Yeah. Um, Hiding the light there, too. And then Matthew 5, let your light shine um, like a city on a hill. Why do you think Jesus in this first century uses so many light analogies? He, lo- he loves he the light analogy. Yeah. I know. Um, I'm Light of the World, John 8. Yeah, there's others too. Just not, there's three of those unique ones about don't cover it. Yeah. Which yeah. is so, so interesting to me. I think he must have, like, I bet he used it the first time and he's like, oh, this is, this is, <laughs> this is a good one. This is hitting, you know? Uh, People, they're like, they're like, uh, in the, I got them in the palm of my hand. <laughs> <laughs> or Jesus got some good encouragement on the impact of it after the right. first time. <laughs> yeah, some good feedback. Uh, Best sermon ever. I know. I don't know, man. Maybe. I mean, he uses it in the Sermon on the Mount. Yeah. Literally, was the best sermon ever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so there's just got. I'm just guessing. You can say if you think this is true too. So light is just had people had such a different relationship to light in the first century than we do, right? Totally. It was precious and asset yes so valuable imagine how dark it would get when it was dark so dark no street city lights no no cars yeah driving around with lights on you know so maybe there was some like torch or some oil lamps that were kind of around in Uh like in like city center kind of areas Uh but like it's a lot of just very very dark like when you go camping or something just feels dark but even now we go camping and it's like people have got f- like artificial light all over the place <laughs> totally. um and we, we bring christmas lights like we yeah like, yeah like exactly. little uh, screen lights when we go camping yeah, yeah exactly um but even like uh so there's a city called i think it's called safat hmm. um and it is up on top of the hill kind of above capernaum hmm. and they think that's like the city on a hill because you would look up at safat and see um like you would see it lit up up there. And so you'd see like the city, like lights of just the homes, I guess, or whatever, oh. or there must've been some, like I, like I was saying, like some like walkway lamps or mm-hmm. torches or something, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, so, yeah, so they would see that was like a city on a hill can't be hidden. You see the light of that city wow. up there, no matter what. Yeah. Yeah. That's the one that Jesus was referring to likely when he would say that. Yeah. yeah interesting. eh? Yeah, that is. Yeah. Yeah. It's fought center of Kabbalah now. Weird. Oh, really? Yeah, <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah, so many things like that. I, know. Been, um, I was actually thinking with the wind uh, on Sunday, it was oh, yeah. very strong. I was like, wouldn't that be interesting if you're like teaching about Bro, don't hide next, your light and oh, then like the power went out. The power yeah. went out. Yeah. But then next Sunday, I was like, <laughs> oh, yeah. Next Sunday, I'm talking about the storm. Yeah. So with the wind. Let's see anybody. But, I know. Forecast Sundays. But I'll refer back to it for sure. Okay. One more thing on this passage yes. from, from my perspective was, so it ends with 19 through 21. Oh, yeah. This curious interplay, Jesus's mom, Mary, and her other kids, because yep. she had other kids. Yep. Um, spoiler alert, she was not a perpetual virgin. Right. <laughs> there's, there's How do evidence. they read this passage? Anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's annoying. Yeah, Whatever. I think there's some yeah. workarounds. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> but so Jesus and Jesus' brothers and mother come. They want to see him. And then he gives this very interesting yeah. kind of like, Again, not expect not what you'd expect of those who do my will are my mother, my brothers. Yeah, you explain that a little bit. Just the idea of obedience and how it's connected to the family of God. Yeah, 
It is such an interesting passage, though, huh? It is, and it's even, because it also, like, is it, I forget if it's Luke 9 or something, where it's like, you should, you should like, hate your mother and father or yeah. whatever, you know? Right. Um, but again, I think this is part of Jesus's hyperbole mm-hmm. and, like, what he's doing with, like, with the way his, like, basically his, like, speaking methods, mm-hmm. right? So he's, mm-hmm. with that, he's not saying... Like it's a biblical principle to hate your parents. Yeah. Abandon them. Right. Yeah. No, it, the biblical principle is following Jesus, submitting to God, you know, Jesus as king. That is like, should be your so far of a primary mm-hmm. priority mm-hmm. that like it would almost even could seem that you would, you know, you, yeah. would, you are, you follow Jesus no matter what. Yeah. And uh, you know, that's why it's part of that cost of discipleship. It's mm-hmm. called like that. It's like, this is the primary thing mm-hmm. there's, you know, in the 10 commandments, it says, honor your father and mother. So that's why it's like, you, you know, the consistency of the scriptures, it's, a, it's, he's using this as a, yeah. a figure of speech. Yeah. Uh, and then in this passage, it's just like, Hey, it's, it's my, my mom and brothers are those that hear and obey. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think it's like I said on Sunday too, it's a, by the way, I'm more than just this guy in front of you, Yeah, you know, yeah. like who I am is greater than right. Mary and James and whoever, you know, what, yeah. so I'm, yeah, I'm, a, I'm a, I'm a heavenly prophet, not even just an earthly one. Right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Wow. That's good. I'm God himself. Yeah. yeah. Right. Right. Um, so that's, yeah, that's what I think, but it is like a, I bet that's like a, an eye opener for the audience. Like, yeah. wait, what, what yeah. did you say? I know. <laughs> So some language I use in our little bio family is I'll say, um, you know, Sunday we get to be with our larger family. Mm. And so trying to even expand what family looks like or it's Mm -hmm. defined by we have a situation like that even just yesterday. So John Sherman has four kids Mm -hmm. and uh, John and two of his kids live on the same street that we do. So it's kind of fun. We're like surrounded by Shermans. And (laughs) so his youngest son, Micah, and his wife and their two kids came over yesterday and we were in the middle of a birthday party for Samuel with like 20 family members and Micah's little daughter, she's like three years old. Um, she's like, how come we didn't get invited to the birthday party? Oh. Cause they just were like walking by mm-hmm. and Micah's like, Oh, cause we're not part of the family. This is a family party. And she's like, I thought we were part of their family. And we're like, Oh, oh just melted. So like, all right, yeah. you get cake and ice cream based yeah. on that. But, uh, <laughs> for sure. um, but I think there is a sense of like the, the definition of family should mm-hmm. expand mm-hmm. as we follow Jesus. So it's not just those that <laughs> share your blood, yep. but it's those that also are following Jesus too. And so there, yep. there's a beautiful kind of secondary message. It's Jesus Messiah and this one King, but it's also like, yeah, we're the family. Absolutely. That's cool. I like that a lot. So I'm saying all that to say, uh, hey, brother. Hey, bro. <laughs> and then when you're like actual brother and sisters, so like are really bugging you, you just be like, my brother and sister are those who hear and obey the word of Jesus. <laughs> Let's listener try that with your uh, siblings this Thanksgiving. Yeah. You know what? If they're, you know, you didn't like how the turkey was cooked or you're rooting for opposite football teams, just be like, my brothers and my mother are more than just you. This Saturday, it's my brother's 70th birthday party. Whoa. Yeah. So he already turned 70 like last week. Yeah. But um, uh, it's, uh, it's, I'm going to use that on him. <laughs> If he bugs me, and I guarantee he will, probably in the first ten minutes. What are you just gonna say? You're just gonna quote my brother is those who hear and obey the word. They'll be like, "Dude, Eric, you all right, man?" You gonna do it like in the King James English version? <laughs> yeah. Art thou who? Oh my gosh, oh. my brother would. No.
not respond well to that. Oh, actually, that's great. <laughs> yeah, that's hilarious. Uh, so see the light. Yep, it's a see wonderful Sunday. The light. What do you think about um, when I talked a little bit about the Catholic confession confessional booth? Mm-hmm. Do you think we need to open up some non-absolving confessionals? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I, I thought know. I thought oh, you framed great. that really well. Like I'm not advocating for <laughs> no, this no, style it is absolutely not needed. Uh, or what this represents, but yes. just the the catharsis and even just I think there's a biblical command to confess when our sins to one another. It says and you'll be healed. Yeah, so it's just healing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I do think there was people in our church on Sunday as you were like mentioning that were getting a little uncomfortable. Like, yeah, not even with the Roman Catholic. Um, but like, oh no, are we doing this today? Am I like, going to have to yeah. confess to the person next to me? People starting to like get their purses yeah, and exactly. like their car keys. Like, <laughs> all right, that exit's 16 steps away. I can get out of here if I need to. Exactly. But dude. that should be more the norm. We just heard about uh, an elder board, not ours, but an elder board of a church in San Diego that's like, oh, they do this like regularly. They confess their sins to each other oh, in some yeah, context. That's right. That's right. Yeah. yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. Cool. Um, and I think we should have people, no matter what, we all should have like people in our lives that we can do that to or with, yeah. you know? So like, however that, whether that's like people you serve with at church or if that's good friends or if that's, right. you know, like whoever, like, um, it could be like a pastor in your life. Uh-huh. Um, anyway. Yeah. That's cool. Someone discipling you. Uh-huh. So yeah, discipleship, celebrate recovery. Some of these areas, totally. it's like really helpful to have some of these areas that can you can have someone that can you can do that with, yeah, so that you're healed. So that you're so it's you're the healed. idea of like transformation and change. Yep, exactly. All right, man, good stuff. I feel like I need to confess something to you right now. Uh, you you weren't listening on Sunday. No. You just got all that from Marie. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> it's, not, it's not that far from the truth. No, uh, I I stole all the Colorado Buffalo football players' watches from the locker room on Saturday at the. At the at the Rose Bowl. <laughs> Did you hear about that? Did somebody? I know they all got watches. Yeah. So someone snuck into the Colorado Buffalo's locker room during the game oh. and stole a bunch of the players' jewelry. Shoo, man, that is crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. Wow. Poor Deion Sanders. I know, but see, that's why it's the whole thing of like putting on Instagram that you're out of the country. You know, when you're wow. out of the country and you tell people you're, you know, you're gone, your house is empty, this one's going to like break in. But like huh. they announced so publicly, they all got these like fancy, expensive watches right? and then uh, and, and sunglasses. I wonder if they took the sunglasses. <laughs> 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 like those Dion, like, you know, mirrored yeah. sunglasses or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> it's good to see the good Bruins get another victory. Yes. That's yes. great. Matt and I are like, we've been big UCLA fans at some points in our lives. And then we are. I would just say UCLA fans. Well, we were both humbled because we were at a UCLA game together. Yes. And the stranger next to us said, oh, what year did you guys graduate UCLA? Because we're wearing all UCLA gear. <laughs> and we're like, we didn't go here. Yeah. <laughs> we went to Biola. They don't have a football team. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, we had to choose something because we don't have a – yeah, Biola has no football team. Undefeated since 1931. Yes. Yeah. They, they, I, that's Calvary Church. <laughs> yeah. 1908. Biola 1908. Yeah. Um, anyway. Um, okay. So we did get one email this okay. week, Great. which is pretty exciting. But yes. it's like just a response to, I think, some comments we made to a question about why did the disciples think Jesus was a ghost? Oh, yeah. When he was walking on the water. Mm-hmm. And Mark writes in and says he was listening to a radio host last week huh. that was like a past 
a pastor. Okay. Um, and they, they were talking about the question of seeing ghosts that was addressed as well. And they said something like this. That, so, or, so I don't, there's not a lot of context here. So I'm just reading what he wrote. It says, as storms often come quick, came quickly and overpowered boats, fishermen were thought to see ghosts if and when they were about to die. Oh, like that was an indication. Yeah. So they, if, if they, if it was like a, thing that you thought you were about to yes. you would see a ghost before you would die right at sea mm-hmm. so then they see him walking on water our time and they're like the, oh our, no yeah yeah it's we're here. about to die we're about to die huh so that's kind of interesting it that provides is. some cultural context yeah. of why they might have thought that so that must have been like near-death experiences where fishermen were stuck on the sea of galilee thought they're gonna die somehow survived and then reported back to their families like we saw something on oh, the water yeah, exactly for us or just as these sort of like Legends, legends, like, yeah, happen. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting. Mark, that's a good note. Yeah, very good note. Very, very good note. Um, so, um, that's it though. That's the extent of our questions this week to the Ooh. Calvary Life Podcast. Boy, you didn't have to go very far into the mailbag, did you? Nope. Did that make you sad? Yeah. But I did no begging this week, so I usually have to do yeah. a little begging for questions, right? So we'd love it, would, you know. The problem is if no one asks any questions, we just start talking about like random stuff like UCLA football. Exactly. We might end up starting to talk about our fancy football teams. Oh boy. Let's yeah. Then that... that's going to really get people fired up. <laughs> that's going to really speed up the, the, the two times. You guys, I could use some, I could use some prayer though is basically what I'm trying to say. Oof. So my football team, my, 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 football my imaginary team. football team yes. started three, and zero, three three wins, zero losses. Okay, no one cares. No, no. Hey, I'm establishing context. The, yes, the context of my story. And then now I have lost the last four weeks in a Oof. row. So I'm three and four. Okay. And it's starting to feel like there's no hope in like my life. Waters. You can't bail out the water fast <laughs> yeah, enough into exactly. the boat. Um, oh, now funny. I might win tonight. I've got a chance to okay. win today. So we'll okay. see. I could have a little bit of hope, but I, I just, it's not. I, I don't know if I feel good about saying pray for my fantasy football team. <laughs> Just pray for my mental health. <laughs> yeah, that's more what I'm saying. <laughs> now, okay. Matt Doan's team, on the other hand, is doing really well. It was until my star quarterback, my star quarterback, Kirk Cousins, Just got injured. blew his Achilles heel yesterday. Yeah. I think he's a believer, too, which is cool. Um, but so yeah, do you poor think, guy. You think that shouldn't have happened to him because he's a believer? No, or? no, I'm just throwing that out makes. a fact about him. <laughs> Felt sad for him. No, that's super sad, actually. Yeah. Uh, he was like the big star, right, of that Netflix series? Yes. Uh, like the QB or something like that? Yes. I didn't, I didn't watch that yet, actually. No, nearby. Okay. Um, so, anyway. So, okay. some people in, in the culture might know, just in like more like uh, broader culture, sure. might know about Kirk Cousins if uh-huh. they watch that. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, what else do you want to talk about? Santa Ana had a birthday. So Calvary had a birthday. Yep. Last Thursday. 92. We turned 92 years old. Let, can we just pause for a minute? That's amazing. It is amazing. Like Not many churches have a lifespan yeah. of 90 plus years, and we're still going. That's right. Yeah. It's the best is epic. yet to come. I know. Eight years to, so you got to start like party planning. Yes. Eight years until the 100 year anniversary. What's one thing you'd want to do for our 100th birthday? Ooh, um, probably have like a giant karaoke party. <laughs> Wait, that's every Sunday. <laughs> it's all of us worshiping. Uh, no, I don't know yet. Um, Mendisa? Uh, <laughs> ice <soon>. sculptures? <laughs> <Too soon. laughs> 
<laughs> all stuff we did at what was that oh, our 75th? 75th yeah <laughs> uh, which is crazy that we're going to be around you and i lord willing lord willing yeah, yeah right. lord willing uh for the hundredth and we were at the 75th yeah so wow for those of you that were at the 75th where we had i think it was frank pastori speak uh-huh we had uh people are like maybe we don't know who that is anymore he passed away um yeah he was one of my professors at biola oh really Mm-hmm. And he was a major league baseball player yes. and was a pastor in Yorba Linda. Yeah, very interesting life. And uh, he spoke and then he had like a radio show too and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then so he spoke at that and we had Mendisa who was like American Idol, like runner up or something like that, uh-huh. who was like a big phenom <laughs> at that point. Uh, and then we had some ice sculptures too, which I always thought was weird, but yeah. we had ice sculptures. It was yeah. cool. Yeah. <laughs> it was a shindig. It was, it, it was, was pretty fun. So, uh, so yeah, we're nearing that. And then Santa Ana has oh, his yeah. birthday the day after ours. Oh really? Yes. And it was How founded was in 1869. So let's do the math on oh, that. Boy. 1869 to 2023. It's like too many odd numbers for me. 54, 154. 154. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So, okay, so what's 154 minus 92? No, stop this. <laughs> That's not fair. I'm a I'm a humanities person. <laughs> so, but it's kind of cool. We, oh, yeah, we exactly. are we are like kind of in lined up same week of, of our city's birthday. Yeah. As our church birthday. Just a little younger. So, maybe we should combine it. 100 S- year. We do both. <laughs> Just you know, you ever do that? Like you combine like, oh, it's my combo aunt's birthday, birthday yeah. and it's also my cousin's birthday. So I know my good do friend. A combo yeah. birthday. Aaron Krushevich is the day after me and Ryan Rail. We should have like a big party. Yeah. For, so. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, um, that, that, that's what was on my mind. Oh, yeah. That's interesting. All right. Well, cool. Feels like it's not long enough. I like when we go for like an hour and 20 minutes. Well, without <laughs> questions, only so much we can do. <laughs> Um, okay, what else can we... I don't want to talk about anything overly serious, too, because I feel like all the other topics are, like, too serious. Yeah, we um, got some major stuff happen in the Middle East. Keep yeah, praying. be praying for things going on in the Middle East. Mm-hmm. And um, we have three of our Calvary's finest in Moldova right now on a short-term team. Training right. some of our... Um, or some, t- training, like, um, youth pastors like and school workers. teachers. Yeah. yeah, it's really cool. So they'll be finishing up this week, so be praying for them. And I know you said not serious. All right, that's it. Matt, I just want to say thank you for such a great episode today. You did a great job. I just want to encourage you. It really impacted me. It impacted me by you saying good stuff and us having a great time together. And I just appreciate your friendship. And I thank you for listening to the Calvary Life Podcast. Thanks again for listening to the Calvary Life Podcast. If you'd like to share any of your thoughts, please reach out to us at podcast at calvarylife.org. You can find out more about the show on Instagram at Calvary Life or on our website at calvarylife.org slash podcast.